You are listening to Weekend Perspective, and I'm Terry Barr. Did you know there are efforts right here to educate all of us about saving tigers in the wild? My co-host, Jim McGaugh, and I talked with Ryan Holder. Now, Ryan works with both the Zor Shrine Circus and Circus World in Baraboo, but his bigger efforts revolve around conservation. We asked him about how he is helping this endangered species. They are. We've lost over 97% of the world's wild tiger population in the last 100 years. Um, but we, we really try to give back through our opportunities working with the circus and, and at Circus World and Baraboo as well. We've, we've raised and donated over $35,000 the last four years towards tiger conservation in Sumatra. Oh, that's amazing. Thank you for doing that and leading those efforts. What are typical questions or issues that people may bring to you when you talk to them, either at Circus World or when you're with the Zor Shrine Circus coming up? What do people really want to know? Well, a lot of people, they have no idea how it is that we're able to get 10 tigers working together (laughs) so that we can put together a a nice performance for everybody. And, And and I'm, I'm going to let you guys in on the secret right now. Oh, good. It's a lot of time. It's a lot of patience. And it's a heck of a lot of meat. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Hey, got to feed a Brian, Ryan. Yeah. That's right. We spend 24 hours a day with our animals, making sure that we follow the three C's of animal training. Okay. Making sure that they're cared for, that they're comfortable, and that they're content. And it just it takes a lot of time. It takes a lot of patience. you got to work with them, figure out everybody's different personalities, figure out what they all do best, figure out who likes who, uh, <laughs> you know, who likes to work best with me. And, and from there, we build on that so we can make a nice, a nice finished presentation. You know, I'm always amazed because we have three cats at home. <laughs> uh, when you see these majestic tigers... They're, they're big cats, basically. It's so interesting to see how, no matter the size, they all sort of act the same, and they all do have different personalities. How do you kind of work through that to figure that stuff out? <laughs> that's, that's a big part of the training process. Okay. And again, just spending time with them is figuring out, you know, some of them are very athletic. Some of them are very lazy. My two boys are <laughs> six years old now. You know, they, they don't do a whole lot because they're pretty lazy. But, that's, you know, you got to figure it out, figure out what works best. You can't, you can't just ask everybody to do the exact same thing because they're all different, just like students in school. Yeah. You're, you're talking about house cats. I want to throw in as well. There's a new act on the card circus this year. They have seven house cats that work together in a, in a little in a display. No. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's pretty interesting. I got to watch it for myself the first time the other day. <laughs> Jim, that's something to look forward to. Oh, my gosh. Seven cats. Seven cats. <laughs> There's some different personalities there. You have several different cats. Now, do you, Ryan, are your cats, I know there's the, the Bengal and the Siberian. Do you deal mainly with one type, or do you have a couple different? Uh... Well, because it's, it has been illegal since the 1970s to import tigers from the wild, a lot of tigers in America have mixed heritage. Ah. All of ours do. Um, we have we have two white tigers. We have a tabby tiger, and my other seven are all the the standard orange type. They uh, the white tigers actually originated in India, but mm. it was over seventy years ago that the last one was killed. Mm. Uh, it's, it's kind of a misconception. People think that white tigers are are Siberian or from from Russia, from Eastern Russia, and that's not the case. It, it originated actually in India. We are talking with Tiger trainer Ryan Holder, and you could see Ryan in action when the Zor Shrine Circus is in the Madison area. That's coming up already on February 14, 15, and 16. Ryan, how do you get to be a Tiger trainer? (laughs) (laughs) Terry, good question. I always wanted to work with exotic animals. I grew up volunteering a lot of zoos when I was younger. 
when I was 21, I was visiting a bunch of circuses, and, and one particular circus, I, I met the trainer, and, and he offered me an apprenticeship. And I didn't want to look back in 10 years and say, what if I'd done that? Ah. It's, it's cool to tell that story now because it's been about 11 years. Oh, my gosh. Congratulations. Terry, well, I, I bet he never has a dull day at work. I, I, I would think, think not. <laughs> never a boring day at we, your job, right? We pray for the dull days sometimes. Yeah, <laughs> I bet. What, what are they? Oh, I'm sorry, Terry. No, I was just going to ask you. You have family traveling with you all the time, too, don't you? Uh, yes, my girlfriend and my, my daughter, they travel with us. We're 24-7. Yeah, so it, it is definitely a family affair with you and the Tigers then. It is. It takes a group effort. You know, my, my girlfriend was raised in the circus business. Uh, I was kind of raised in the zoo world. But, but we all learn from a very young age. You know, the animals come first. Uh, you know, it's not, it's not a nine-to-five job. It's, it's constant dedication and, mm-hmm. and, and an effort to make sure, you know, the animals are cared for, that our tools are clean, that our equipment is in good shape. Yeah. Because there's a lot more. It's, it's not just going in the ring and, and getting some tigers to roll over at the same time. <laughs> there's a lot more that goes behind that. And, you know, just something as simple as, you know, making sure that the paint is fresh on everything and making mm. sure everything's clean and making sure that the animals are comfortable. That's, that's my, you know, making sure the truck and the trailer are safe and, yeah. and comfortable for the animals. It's, all of that goes into it as well. And so I'm very grateful to have, to have help to be able to do that. Yeah. What are they doing right now? Not, not your family, but the tiger part <laughs> your, of the family. Your other, yeah, your other family. <laughs> Right now they are sleeping because we are on our way to Springfield, Missouri. We have shows ah. this weekend there. I get to see my family. I'm actually from St. Louis originally, uh, the Show Me State. That's why we're Show Me Tigers. Ah, funny. Um, so we'll be fine. If anybody has any, if they want to see more pictures or videos, we have a Facebook page. If you visit us, it's Show Me Tigers. We put pictures and videos up all the time and more of the behind-the-scenes care and training of our boys and girls. Yeah, you're trying to do a lot of education, aren't you? And And I guess with that... What are some of the misconceptions that people may have about tigers and training them? I'd say part of it is the training. You know, there's, there is, you know, in the past, everything has evolved. And, and it used to be the public sentiment, they like to see the fighting acts. You had Clyde Beatty with the, with the revolver, with the blanks, and the chair, and the whip. Oh. Um, that was mm. what was exciting. It was the same with the Wild West shows that we used to have. Mm. Um, that's kind of gone out of, out of style now. And, and what I like to do is show... So what we're able to build together with our animals when we all cooperate together and make a nice, quiet performance is, is, is kind of my style. So that's part of it. Um, you know, people don't understand the tools that we use. We use a target stick. We use a lunge whip just like with horses. And these tools are in no way harmful to the animal when used properly. It's just something else to help us direct them. Because I can't put leashes on them like a dog. I can't uh, put <laughs> no, no. them like a horse. Yeah. So we use these tools to direct them, to show them where we want them to go. And it makes it very easy for them to understand what it is that we're asking because mm-hmm. we're using all their senses. Um, another misconception is, is about white tigers. White tigers are caused by a recessive trait, just like people with blue eyes. Uh, you can have two orange tigers have a white tiger cub. Um, it's just it's simple genetics. And people, you know, it's something that it, it doesn't seem to get a lot of momentum with the education on that. There's a lot of misconception on the Internet just about circus and white tigers and, mm-hmm. and, and training in general. And, and so that's why we're trying to be so proactive about education. You're not seeing something that's been repeated on the Internet over and over until it, it is accepted as fact. We're showing you actual, um, you know, genetic information research uh, firsthand with training, showing you directly from the tiger's mouth, so to say, about how all this occurs. Terry, I have to wonder, do they, do they befriend you at all, Ryan? Do they get so they recognize you? And I mean, is it easier to train them or... 
all they're, they all have their own personalities. I was going to say cats Some have. Some of them are incredibly <laughs> social with me. Some of them, they're more. I'll do what you ask, and I just want to go back to sleep. <laughs> yeah, they're all very very different. It's the same with each other. Tigers in, in the wild are actually solitary. They only come together to breed, to oh, fight, uh, or to fight over territory or mother raising cubs. And all of ours have integrated into a group because a lot of them have grown up together. And so they all have different relations with each other. Some of them are best of friends and some of them tolerate each other at best because that's what they're asked to do. Kind of like co-workers once in a while. <laughs> Terry, they, they sound very much like a house cat. Really. <laughs> well, <laughs> they do. I think so. I always find it interesting when you see video of tigers and they're licking their paws or they're doing you know, some of the things like we talked about earlier that house cats do. It's just so interesting to me and you know i i know that's part of your education i want to ask you a little bit more about your conservation efforts though because i think if people hear this interview that's something that people would really want to get behind what is your hope with that and how could people actually learn more and maybe contribute to it if they want to yeah the best thing we so when I started, yeah, uh, exactly when I started at Circus World, I wanted to, we, we kind of got under our feet and we started expanding. And it, it, my goal is always expanding and improving. And so we started, um, when, I, when I started Circus World, I was looking out, I reached out to several different organizations. And we all know all too well, there's, there's a plethora of people that want to take your money, but not everybody is always as honest <laughs> or, or forthcoming right. or, or useful with that money. And so I was looking for, for a reputable organization that, that really would do something for wild tigers, not, not trying to push legislation that would take my animals away from me, right. not trying to put a billboard on the side of the highway. And uh, I reached out to the International Elephant Foundation. It's a very well-respected group that has done a lot of good. And they actually created um, a specific project that is solely funded by our organization, by Show Me Tigers. And what we do is we support, they're called conservation response units. They're scientists and park rangers that are protecting wild tiger habitat in Sumatra. Well, they protect, there's different groups of these, but particularly our group works in Sumatra in the Way Combes National Park. Wow. And so they've created specific patrols um, in tiger heavier areas of the park where they know that poaching is prevalent. And just their presence alone can help to, to deter to deter illegal activity. Yeah. And if anybody wants to learn more, again, go to the Show Me Tiger Spades. I'd be happy to answer any messages. I can lead you to more information. You can visit the International Elephant Foundation mm-hmm. uh, page. They have a lot of information there as well. Uh, we've The last several years, we've been donating $10,000 a year to these projects. Um, That's we, great. Actually, every, every summer, um, in celebration of Global Tiger Day, we host an after-hours behind-the-scenes event called An Evening with Tigers at Circus World. Um, we'll have tickets available for sale for that um, later later in the year, but we have information there as well. Great, and it's, we're we're very proud to be able to to have our circus tigers lending a paw to protect <laughs> wild tigers, and and as I say, they don't have the the luxuries of the guarantees of food, shelter, protection, love, and affection. Is it working? Those conservation efforts are you seeing it make a difference? Absolutely. Okay, good. Every good. year every year the IEF releases their annual report. Yeah. And they give specific they give specific numbers about how many forest fires have been extinguished, how many poachers have been arrested, how many illegal traps and snares have been removed. Last year, I believe there was about there was over two hundred and fifty 
snares that were removed. Oh. And, it, and this is protecting, it's not just protecting tiger habitat, but it's protecting everything that's in there. Uh, you know, a big threat to tigers in the wild in, in all range countries is prey depletion. If there's not enough food, they're not going to support them. Where they're protecting the tigers or not, they've got to have something to eat. Right. And a lot of these, these this poaching, these snares, they, they affect their prey as well. And so when you when you're protecting habitat, all species are benefiting from it, not just not just the ones that you're that you're focusing on. Yeah. Wow. Thank you. That that is really important work, and and thank you for doing that. Well, we are again. We're very proud to to be able to give back. It's, you know, we we put our money where our mouth is. It's not. There's a lot of groups that say they want to save the animals, but you know, making baseless comments on the internet's not really going to do anything to help. <laughs> no. Actually, put your money where your mouth is, and and to give back. And our thanks to Ryan Holder. Again, learn more at Show Me Tigers on Facebook. I'm Terry Barr.